Hi, my name is Amy. And I'm Stephanie. And welcome to That, that Good Cheese where we talk about celeb cheese our cheese and all the cheese in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of That Good Cheese We have a lot to talk about this week, I feel. There's a lot. Yes. A war season is going, so we're definitely talking about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Black China and then Tyga <laughs> and Rob saying their two cents regarding what Black China had posted. Yes. Um, and then we're recapping Bridgerton because Steph finished it. Season two, yes. But before we get into it, tell us how your week went. You know, super short and simple, not much going on this week. Um, my weekend was super cute, though, because I ended up seeing our friend Leah and Kevin. We went to Brooklyn, meet Alex and Chief, a family yeah, I affair. Saw. So, so I've been cute. meaning to go to Brooklyn to meet Leah's cat because she just got a pet a few months ago and we haven't been able to, I haven't been able to see her, you know, with life and everything. So finally, I was like, I want to meet him. And then she was like, I kind of want Chief and Frankie to meet as well. So I was like, okay, we can obviously bring him along. Um, so I ended up going up upstairs first just to kind of warm him up to like me and like him get to smell like me and like Chief on me. So yeah. he was super friendly, super cute. And then finally Chief came upstairs with Alex and he was just like curious. Like Chief just was like, he came in hot. Like Chief is like a hundred miles a second. Like he doesn't understand mm. the chill. <laughs> yeah. No zero, zero chill. So he came in hot, but he was excited to see everybody. And then eventually like I was holding him with his, um, what's it called his collar thing because i didn't want to let him go and just let him roam and scare the scare frankie so i held him the whole time and then eventually um i let him go and they were just kind of like following each other but every time chief would go near frankie's food he would like literally swipe at him (laughs) it was so funny um and then i think eventually chief was like all right he's not messing with me but it's so funny how um elegant frankie is because you know cats are elegant and so me and leah the whole time were like frankie's looking at chief like he needs to go back to the street like who's this peasant Because he was so agile and like, you know, such like the way he's a little standing and like his little um when he was sitting, his like little neck was up and she yeah. over here like smelling his booty and stuff. So it was so funny. But afterwards, we got brunch at this like super cute place, like 10 minutes from their apartment. Um, yeah, and it was just nice. It was a super chill day. The day was beautiful. The weather was nice. It was nice to like eat outside, enjoy the day. And then of course on the way home, me and Alex went to Martha's because you know I had to get some dessert. Yes. Love that place. And yeah, it was like a nice little Saturday. And then Sunday um was my nephew's 10th birthday. It was like on Wednesday, but we ended up celebrating on Sunday. So we just my brother had us all over. We ate a ton of food. We cut a cake and it was just nice again. We spent like a few hours there. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, super cute little weekend. It was nice to like see everyone. Like I needed to like see family and friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then aside from content, I'm still reading that book. I'm tr- I I read like 20 pages over the weekend, but it's just been it's. A, I'm sure just I'm sure I can't even talk because I'm sure you get it, but it's hard to read these days. Like yeah. there's so much going on. But I, I'm still reading that. So the wife between us, it's getting good. But I I need to finish it. I'll, I'm gonna. I told myself I'm gonna finish it this week so I can like recap it next week. Yeah. And then as far as like TV shows, um, obviously Bridgerton. And then I started this new Netflix show called Babes of Brian or Brian of Babes. It's like oh, an Australian. Yeah, yeah, it's like an Australian reality TV show. And Brian, I think, is like this, this really cute town in Australia. I don't, I'm not sure where. I'm assuming the coast because they're by beach. Um, but it reminds me of like Tulum. Like it's very like wood and linen and hippie. But it's about like, these influencers that live there and um, – this like community of influencers because I guess a lot of people move there because it's so pretty so there's a lot of creative people there like influencers and like um artists so it's just like it follows like this it follows like a few episodes follows them and like of course they're fighting over men and the guys are like calling each other fuck boys it's it's entertaining I'm on like episode six or seven um so I've been watching that and then what else oh i watched the blind side which that movie it's on netflix right now love that yeah, movie like uh, it's one of those movies i can watch all the time if it's on yeah. i'll watch it it is one of those movies that i, I could also keep watching if it's on and it just it, make, and it, it makes me cry every time and it's yeah. the one scene where he's like he's never had a bed and she gets emotional too i was like no no though i've heard that everything in the in the movie is not actually what the guy went through in real life mm, they, really they, i believe he spoke out not uh i don't know if it was when the first movie first came out or like 
recently, but I remember reading about um, how he said that not everything that's in the movie is actually what happened. Mm. I mean, of course, they're going to like make it dramatic and like add to it. But apparently he's still really close to the family because I looked on like because I was curious and like there was Instagram pictures of like him at the sister's wedding, um, him and the the brother, the little brother, SJ, they're like still hanging out. So I was like, that's sweet that they're still like obviously a part of each other's lives. And I think for Mother's Day or something, the mom posted like a picture of all of them. So I was like, that's great that they still like are together, you know? So I, because I was hoping, I'm like, I hope they have like an actual bond, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's it from my side. What about you, girl? Well, I'm tired, guys. I'm still tired. I know, same. <laughs> Simba has been a joy in my life, but also <laughs> taking care of puppies and training them is not easy. It's not easy. No, and I knew, you know, obviously yes. I knew coming in. But, you know, it's one thing where where the kid has a button, which they are, and then they do stuff that is destructive. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, they don't know. They're very, like, curious still exactly. on that stage. Yeah. So today Simba decided to pee on our couch. He hadn't done that before. But he decided today's the day. And the day that I didn't have the covers on it because I had gone to wash them, he said, I am going to take my opportunity now and pee yeah. on the couch. Oh, that's so frustrating. Not only did he pee on the couch, I was sitting on the couch, right? And oh. I felt the pee on the back. She felt warmth. <laughs> the warmth. <laughs> on the back of me so let's just say it was yeah um and now i had to take out the steamer and everything to you know spot clean that yeah and try to take the smell of pee out of my couch so that has been fun then potty training has gotten way better but for some reason he is missing and he is missing a lot he, yeah, I know. We were just still talking about little, the, yeah. yeah, where they, they think they're fully into the pee pad. They got the two paws in the front and yeah. they, they got it. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. And then you the clean up. does it because he's lazy. Because sheer laziness. <laughs> <laughs> so then you clean up, right? And, you you know, everything is all clean and smells good. And legit, three seconds later, decides to pee again, but on the floor this time. I kid you not, over the, like yesterday especially, we were clean and then he will pee again. Yeah, clean and clean within minutes and i'm like mijo i'm gonna need you to not and then he gives you the nice little puppy eyes like nothing happened and he's all innocent and i'm like yeah <laughs> no i can see what you're doing but um yeah no it's been it's been a trip but it's patience and a learning process pretty much. yes no chief taught me a lot of patience i'm very patient with him um is he like uh, going outside yet has he been no. able to go outside not yet Thursdays when he gets his final vaccinations, nice. and he can finally go outside. I cannot That's gonna wait be good. for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten better with the sleeping. He lets us sleep throughout the night. Um, you know. Oh, and I have cried already once. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> because of just the frustration behind it, like cleaning. You know, yeah. then him doing again, and I know he's a puppy, you know, stuff. But I, it, I have to admit, I have to admit, there's a point where you're sitting there, and you're like, "Is it get? Does it get better?" Especially with the sleeping, because right. we, me and Alex, were like, "What do we do? Like, when is this gonna be bad?" And it, I swear, it does get better. Like within months, they'll be like, "Okay, like I want my own space. Yeah, I want to sleep through the night. I'm done." And legit, I was on TikTok, and like I think it was like the second, third video I I saw, and I don't know if it was like God just being like, "Calm down, it's gonna mm-hmm. be fine." It was like this person who also recently got a puppy or had a puppy, um, and she's like, "In case anybody needs to hear it, who just got a puppy, it's yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna get better." Exactly. <laughs> and I yes. was like, "I needed that. I needed that <laughs> because." legit i was tired i was tired but he's the cutest he's literally under my chair i cannot move my chair because yeah. he's, if i roll it i'm gonna roll it over him um, um he follows me everywhere like i get up to course, go, yeah. go get water he's like i'm going with you going to the bathroom shadow, we're going yeah. together he has tried to jump into the shower many times with me he loves water well, um apparently like when they sit and watch you pee it's because usually um wolf packs they watch one another as they pee to like protect one another so i learned that with dogs so like in the same thing like they'll look at you when they're going and it's because like he's like you got my back girl because you never know these vultures or somebody and it's like we're literally in an apartment in queens you're good <laughs> no he really does every time he pees yeah. he's looking at me with his little puppy eyes and i'm like you're fine 
You got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what they, so yeah. When they follow you and you pee, they that's what they're doing. They're like protecting you. Yeah. And every time I go like to take a shower, he wants to jump in. Like I literally, I legit have to take a shower when Neil's still in the house, so I oh, so he yeah. doesn't jump in because <clears throat> he would bang open the door. Not oh, bang no. open the door, but I don't leave him outside. Like I also need to see him because he'd be doing yeah, his yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So like leave him in the bathroom, but he's like, all right, we're in the bathroom together. I'm gonna jump into the shower with you. I'm like, no, I I don't need yeah. you to jump into the shower with me. I'm good. Um. So yeah. So puppy things, right? Uh, also we brought him like a really nice bed and he decides that the floor is better than the bed that we brought him. <laughs> yeah. the memory foam bed <laughs> so and it's really funny because he sleeps on the floor and he's all crooked I'm like how are you comfortable because your spot your body's one way your head is another way your spine yeah. is like kind of corroded there but he's fine um, but yeah <laughs> that's dogs they're the best they are but Lord, Lord, just <laughs> testing my patience. Um, but yeah, that's been one thing. Um, I did get to go out this weekend, though we have noticed that Chief and the crate does not get along. He's literally in distress when he's in the, in, the, in the crate. Like the moment that we close it and we could be nearby, like we could be cleaning the house and he's in distress. Yeah. I mean, that they, they, that you just kind of have to let it rock. Like you have to yeah. just let them cry it out, you know? It's just so hard because my neighbors <laughs> that want oh, to come after yeah. me. Um, but we did notice, like, we went out. I went out once to go yesterday. I went to go to the grocery store quickly, and he was getting ready to leave. He had left before the time. By the time I got home, yeah, and he had left. He left um, Simba out, and when I opened up the door, he legit was just chilling on the floor, sleeping. And he was like, "Oh, you're back, okay." <laughs> Um, and he wasn't crying or anything the way that it is when we leave him in the crate. So we're like thinking just maybe getting a gate for our living room in the front and just closing yeah. it up, just leaving the living room open space um, and obviously removing anything that he could get to um, yeah. and seeing how that works. I'm going to do a little experiment and put up the camera tomorrow up and then I'm going to go downstairs for like 10 minutes and see like what he does. Yeah, that's a good just idea. Just try it out and see um, and observe. But yeah, no. Um, I went out on Saturday. I kept looking at him at the at the on the camera. He was crying. He slept, but then he when he would wake up, he was like trying to literally escape from his crate. Like he was climbing yeah. the crate. He was trying to escape through the crate. It was it was yeah. But I did I did I was able to go out. I went to celebrate my friend's birthday. It was her thirtieth birthday. We went to a drag show at Tito's Murphy's restaurant. Um, the drag show was cool. The performers were great. They did an amazing job. They were fun, at, you know, alive. Uh, it was really funny because one of the one of the performers, their her his family or yeah, her family was there. Sorry if I miss um, yeah identifying them, but they they were there, and it was funny because they were they were raunchy jokes and stuff, and like. Mm-hmm. And all that. And it was funny to see his family. But his family was so, like, with it. Of course. They were down, yeah. Yeah. It was really funny. Um, But, yeah, no, they did an amazing job. Like, the dancing and then just their jokes and singing. Now, the food. Well, the food that I got wasn't great. (laughs) I got the Yeah, I feel like sometimes you kind of pay more for the show than the food, you know? Absolutely. Um, It was, like, unlimited. You know, during the, the time you get, like, but is it bottomless mimosas or like margaritas yeah. we're having? The food, I had the chilaqueles biste, the, the chilaqueles steak. Legit, it came in a big ass plate. I had four pieces of steak. <laughs> the chips were soggy and I had and had one egg on top. And the egg wasn't even that good either. Oh god. Me yeah. and someone else also got it. And we looked at each other and were like, yeah, this is this is not it. This is yeah. Yeah. So we only ate like the literally the viste. Um, and I have to act because that's the only thing I had eaten all day, especially if I've, I was going to be drinking. I needed something in my system. Of course, yeah. Um, it just sucked that it was so, it wasn't great. Everybody else's food was good though. So if you ever go to Tito's Murphy's, yeah, don't just get the chilaquiles yeah. Um, one, one of my friend's friends, she had. I don't know what it was it was because it wasn't called a burrito, but it was like a big repeated and it was really nicely packed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think somebody uh, ordered the ranchedos and those were good. Someone ordered the 
huevo, hamburguesa. And that looks good in, in the quesadillas. But yeah, don't order the chilaquiles next time. If you ever go. Definitely not, not doing that. Yeah. After that, we went out to Koreatown and we went to do some karaoke. Oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. I really don't sing because I can't sing, but I did <laughs> sing um, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> oh, everybody does. Yeah. That's like a, a, a good one. Um, it actually reminds me, I don't know if you've seen the clip of like the Kelly Clarkson show with Anne Hathaway and they're doing like a contest and it's like, you know, you, they play like the beginning of the song and then you have to guess what it is and sing it out loud. And Anne Hathaway kept singing all the songs because she just knew it. Oh, and then no, I haven't seen it. Kelly Clarkson go, can you put a song that I'll like that I know? So then the piano guy starts playing the song, and then and Hattie was like, since you been gone, and she like falls to the floor. She was like, how did you know that from just boom boom chat? <laughs> and she's That's like, funny. who I doesn't know that. this song? Yeah. Like everyone knows this song. <laughs> so that kind of I, I thought about that moment and I sang. Um, I was singing that song, but yeah, everybody kind of sang and and had a good time. Then we went to go get Korean barbecue. I got home like around, I don't know, 11, 1130. Um, I went straight to bed. I did wake up at 330 with a stomach ache mm. and my head hurting. So I popped up some Tums, popped in the Advil, drank some water, went back to sleep. Yeah. I didn't wake up until like 11 o'clock in the morning, which is a very rare thing for me to do the next day. But yeah, I needed that sleep. Of course. (laughs) Uh, And that was pretty much my weekend and like my week. Um, Just kind of been training Simba. That's all. Yeah, of course. Uh, For shows, uh, I did finish. I watched the home, the home edit. If you haven't heard, the whole matter is on Netflix. Season two just came out. It's about these two women, Joanna and Clea, who have an organization company. And they go to people's house and organize their lives. Closets. Mm -hmm. Pretty much anything you name it. Um, And they do celebrities, but they also do um, everyday life people who need help to organize their lives. So you kind of get the mix of two, which is nice. Uh, but every time I watch the home edit, I'm like, okay, I need to organize my life. What do I need to organize? Um, I, last year when they did it, when they, when it first premiered, I was like on the home contain the container store. Cause they have a product line. And I was like, what can I order to organize my life like them? Obviously everything yeah, sold out because they had, it was like a new show. People loved it. The products were all gone. Um, but it made me organize my linen closet, which is to this day still a mess. So, yeah, mine too. <laughs> and if don't even let's not even talk about my personal closet because that's a mess and a half. Like I try to organize it as much as I can, and then I get all ruined. I use other clothes to hide the mess, like on top of each other. That's me right now. <laughs> yeah, that's me as well. Like don't don't look at it right now. I do. I really need to like put a put you know do some magic in there and like yeah really fix it. Um, but I did decide at eleven o'clock at night on Friday when I was watching the home edit that it was time to organize <laughs> my books. <laughs> that's that that'll do it. Yeah. So last year when I first uh watched the show in the back in the background in the backdrop they also have it on this year is like their books are color coordinated so it looks like a rainbow i'm like oh that's cute let me do that on my book start my bookshelf mind you guys my bookshelf is like a four cube little bookshelf from target (laughs) it only has four squares on it um and it's overflowing okay it's big enough that i could put like three rolls of maybe two rolls and a half of books like i could fit those perfectly fine but it is overflowing yeah uh so last year i decided to do a rainbow it didn't work out for me at the end of the day i switched it over to alphabetical order by author's last name it worked for a bit but not so much this time at 11 o'clock at night um i organized it by genre so I put the genres that I somewhat read in the back and put the ones that is more of my go-to in the front, which is usually 
contemporary romance, memoir, like nonfiction, um, and historical fictions, because those are my three favorite subjects or genres to read. Everything else, like young adults, are like second, and then fiction, and then like thriller, like mystery, I kind of put them in the back because it's not like something I, I like automatically go to. So... It looks cuter. It looks more pleasing um, to look at at the moment. And then I um, organized my book cart or my arts and craft cart where I have like a whole bunch of markers and everything. So I took them out of their boxes because it was just taking a lot of space. So I put them in like makeup organizer that I had. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I kind of color um, coordinated them. And put them and it looks really nice now and more organized. So usually the book cart, like the top, is like three levels. And the top is, has all my markers, my pens, my color pencils that I use for like bullet journaling. Then in the bottom, in the middle part, I have books that I've read that I own. So whatever book that I read, I'll I'll put it, I'll take it out from the my books that I have, my, my shelves of unread books, which is the whole cube, the whole four cubes. And whatever I read, I just put it under there. And then at the end of the year, I'll just donate whatever I didn't enjoy or didn't. Like, I'm fine if I part with it, you know? Yeah. And then the bottom is just, like, other books that really doesn't have a category, like reading, re- writing prompts and, like, coloring books and other, like, random stuff that I have there. So, yeah, the home edit has me on a organizing binge. Well, that's good. Yeah, I wish, like, I really wish I could have my house, like, the way that I do it. Like, my fridge, it would be a dream to have my fridge. Yeah, so but I feel like it's not, like, like, I feel like it will last for, like, a week. And then, like, after that, it's, like, okay, the yogurt needs to move. I need to move this orange <laughs> juice, like, you know. But at least, like, I need, like, my, my, my dishes and my, my drawers yeah. like that to be. I need my linen closet, my personal closet to be like that, like that. I yeah, need. I feel like that that's more sustainable. But, like, yeah. fridge and stuff, I'm like, it, lo- it looks pretty, but I don't know if it's really going to last that way. Because half the time I just stuff it in there. I'm not going to exactly, get back. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I spend my whole um, weekend watching is just the home edit. Yeah, I'm going to start watching that maybe this week. Yeah. And then I don't know if anybody noticed, but I don't know if did you ever play Trivia Quest on on the on on your phone? Is that the one that everyone was going crazy about like a oh, few have years you ago? Been pro- I haven't. Oh yeah, so it, like in the beginning when it first yeah, came and out, can't you play like, against your friends or something? Yes, is that the one? Yes, 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 I remember that. That was such a good one. It was. So now they have it on Netflix as an interactive game. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Also, I got to do that Friday. Um, and every day a new episode drops and it's like new questions. It's like 12 questions in total, I want to say. And then, you know, you have to save some of his friends who's captured by an evil whatever. Yeah. And um, you have to get a certain amount of point in order to save his friends. Um, and each day is like a different category. So, yeah, I'm looking it up because I actually want to watch that. Okay. Yeah, it's like on its third episode now. Um or it's third day, so it's been pretty fun. I'm Ooh, learning I'm gonna little, do like, that. Maybe fun trivia that. facts. Yeah, yes. I actually okay, been doing it in fun. the morning, like when I wake up and I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like, okay, time for trivia. Oh, <laughs> Cause that's I like enjoyed really it. Good. Yeah, I enjoyed it when when it came out on the on the on the phone. Yes, um, I'll play it constantly. But after a point, the questions just starting becoming the yes, same. Exactly. Um, but now they have it on on Netflix. It's actually been fun Ooh, to I'm play excited. with it. Perfect. And I feel like it is also fun when you're playing with somebody else because you're mm-hmm. trying to guess the you know. Yeah, like, you can play with Alex. Alex after yeah. This. yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been doing that. In terms of books, like you said, girl, my brain has not been for reading right now. It's honestly. It, I, and it's like when I do get into a book, I really like. I literally, I, I like sat in twenty pages. I'm like, damn. But it, it's just getting to that is hard. Yeah. So I can't even imagine for you. <laughs> I have four books that I've started and have not finished because either yeah. I lose interest or it's just I'm not in the mood for it. I don't know what mm-hmm. is it. Right now, I am reading a book um, because it's for a book club, and I have my book club tomorrow, so I have to finish it. <laughs> but Spark notes. Called, what happened? Spark notes. <laughs> right? Spark- uh, oh my god! I used to use Spark Notes when I was in high school. Okay, I used to copy oh, like lit- there was one teacher that I used to legit copy like the intro to like books, and she didn't ever knew. Also, she would get all her tests from Spark Notes, so we would all pass because we'd be like, "Yo, I, I I took this last night." <laughs> no, that's hilarious, and she never caught on. She never caught on. Like she was honestly like I, she was like on her way out. Like she was done. She just wanted us to pass. <laughs> 
She was like, oh, yeah, they hard that. I'm tired of y'all. She was like, I'm giving y'all all A's because I never want to see y'all faces again. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, though. But right now, which is actually has caught my attention, it's pretty good. Um, I've been, like, reading more than what I have in the past, you know? Yes. It's called Four Brown Girls with Sharp Edges and Tender Hearts, A Love Letter um, to Women of Color. Um, and it's by Prisca Dorcas Mojica Rodriguez. Um, and it's about, she kind of shares about her life. Um, it's kind of like a memoir in, in, in some in some type of way. And mm-hmm. she talks about like her, um, she's from Nicaragua. She came here at a young age um, and kind of trying to navigate the, you know, the American life, the American world, but with, you know, as having parents, you know, immigrant parents who don't know the system very well, of course. you know, and trying to figure out colleges you know how can I you know move forward in life like what do I need but then also getting you know those backhand comments like oh it's not you're not worth it you know and you're not worth to have put the attention on because you you probably can't afford it and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. um she ends up going to Vanderbilt University um oh that's a good school right yeah. yeah and then she got her master's at Florida State I believe um, so she just kind of talks about her navigating um, sexism, racism, classism, um, you know, feeling feeling alone in the struggle, trying to figure out colleges. And I think that's something, I mean, I know that I went through it. I was the yeah, first of course. We all, yeah. to apply to college and to graduate from college, but I didn't know the process, you know. And See, I don't think a lot of us were prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us didn't, you know, we didn't have parents or someone before us who who knew the system and, you know, did it before us. We kind of had to figure it out ourselves. And, you know, there was a lot of mistakes in the process of that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have a, your guidance counselor who was not really much of a help um, and really didn't explain things <laughs> the way they should. Same here. So. She, my guidance counselor told, like, a bunch of people they couldn't get into certain schools. And then most of them did. And it was just like, girl, you just didn't want to do your job. Right. <laughs> Or you just didn't believe because, you know, yeah, didn't that think, too. Yep. you know, you weren't worth it or worth mm-hmm. to try. Um, and she talks about that. She talks about, you know, how people pay more attention to the, you know, to white people and people who are in a certain class um, and, yeah, you know, for sure. societal, you know, and all that. So she talks about that in her book, um, this, you know, going through in college and seeing, you know, the difference in college. Um, so she in this book she's kind of offers her wisdom and liberating path forward for women of color who are going through this for the first time who have no clue you know what to expect going to college um, or just life in general Um, someone they could they could connect with you know and see that they're not the only ones that are going through it I know when I did it I was like am I the only one I mean I knew I wasn't the only one yeah (laughs) but at certain points it does feel like you're the only one oh, for sure um, but yeah she addresses like challenges of brown girls face from imposter syndrome to colorism um she empowers women to decolonize their world view and defy the universal white narratives by telling her own stories so this is kind of like a book guide for women of color so a sense of pride and sisterhood um and all so i'm enjoying it um I definitely could connect, like I said, in some of her stories and in some things that she went through. So it's been keeping my my attention so far. Nice. Yeah, but that's about it. So let's get to the chismes. Yes. All right. So we're talking about... What, so what happened? It was some tweets that went out, went viral. Black China. <laughs> Ooh, something just dropped. It'll be fine. Um... So Black China, I forget some at some point last week, right? Yes. She 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 did a tweet, or I don't know if it was an Instagram post. Or yeah, something I think she tweeted basically something about having to get rid of her two cars because she's yeah. like a single mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Rob Kardashian and Tyga, because um, uh, um, Chi- Black China has a son with Tiger mm-hmm. or Tyga. <laughs> and we all know that she has a yeah. she has a daughter with Bob Kardashian dream, right? So she did play like you know, I had to give away my three cars because I'm a single mom. Rob chime in saying I paid 37k a year. 
um, for her schools, for any, for everything like medical and everything that she needs. And she's yeah. with me literally. I think he said like Mondays to yeah, like Sundays I was at least four days a week. Yeah, yeah. And then Tiger was like, "I pay forty k for for my yeah. son, and he's legitimately living with me. Like, he yeah. only, she only has him on Sunday." Um, and then Rob, so it was Tiger first that posted, then Rob, yeah. and then Tiger comes out. He's like, "Wait, how do you how you got a discount? How you pay less, you pay yeah. less than me?" <laughs> he's like, yeah. "What's the plug?" Um, so evidently it didn't work in her favor, and uh, you know, Tiger, Tiger, and Rob were like, "No, but we do our part. Like, why would we pay for child support?" Because she was asking for, she was saying she doesn't get anything yeah. from child support, and they were like, "But." But, but that's they, but they are paying child support yeah. because they're literally paying for their schooling, they're paying for their supplies, they're Everything. paying for their extracurricular activities, and I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like but what else? Is? It sounds like these kids are majority with their fathers more than with yeah. China. Well, every time every time they show the Kardashians, Dream is usually around. Like she's always yeah. hanging out with like her cousins and stuff. So I'm I was assuming she's always because I'm assuming um China doesn't go near those people. So yeah, no. I'm assuming Rob usually has her. Yeah, and yeah, so it looks like she'd only get some on Sunday, which the joke started like Sunday fun day at Black, at Black China's house because yeah, it seems. I like feel like I haven't really heard a lot about her. Like I feel like she's been like MIA. Yeah. Like I haven't seen her. Yeah, like same. ever since the whole Rob thing and like the embarrassment of all that. Like I feel like she yeah. went like in hiding even before COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has been really quiet. I do agree with that. Um. But yeah, it looks like the only time she has her kids, like with with just her son, she he only has she only has them on Sundays, um, and then with Dream, it seems like she has them on Sundays, but then half of Monday, like when she has to go to school. So people are like you barely have your child with you. So what yeah. do you expect them to pay if that is the case? And people were on the side of Rob and Tiger if that's if this was you know the case of it is everybody was siding. They were like, yeah, you're supposed to be paying them child support if that's the case. Yeah, like so they're raising them. I don't know. She apparently yeah. doesn't have the financials, and obviously, Rob and Tiger, Tiger makes way more money than. than you like also China. don't need three cars. Like the whole people that have all these cars, like I don't understand them. Especially Black China. Like you don't. I know for a fact you don't need three cars. Like you, <laughs> right. you're not like that big of a celebrity. Exactly. Um, and it's just like you try to like you know stay. You have to like live with the society, especially if you live in this lifestyle. You have to keep up with mm-hmm. the lifestyle because of society. Yep. Um, and you dated Rob Kardashian and you dated Tiger and you like you're friends with this and this and that and you have to keep up that persona yeah but yeah it's not it's not embarrassing she did that to herself she literally played herself girl like that's why you gotta stay quiet don't post anything exactly people were like you literally played yourself like this didn't go in your favor yeah at all but then she proceeds to say that she is focusing on um, she came back out and like put a statement out saying how she is suing. She's focusing on her lawsuit against Kris Jenner, um, Chloe, and Kylie and Kim. Apparently, she is suing them for um, canceling her number one hit show, Black China and Rob's show when they were together. Apparently, it was the number one hit show, even though it only lasted one season, right? <laughs> And she's focused on, you know, winning in court and testifying and doing whatever they're fighting for them. So. She's so stupid. Like, honestly, if I was her, I would have reversed this whole thing. Because, like, now she's making them enemies. And in in reality, she could just, and not kiss their ass, but I'm saying she could at least be friendly with them. And they could maybe put her on the show because everyone and their mother's on the show. Like, now they have, you know what's his name travis barker is going to be on it next season like so it's like i feel like if she wouldn't have not done all this she probably would have been closer with the family but now she's making them enemies and they're not going to want to include her and have her participate and also her daughter like why have her in between all this drama uh she's like i don't know i feel like the whole like even the whole getting with rob thing it was like out of spite like that's why she did it so it's just like really not a good look yeah and she talks about how like the kardashians have like hurt her emotionally um, and how it's affected her mentally. And, you know, she did it to herself. Her pockets. So this is what she said on Twitter. I plan to refocus my attention on my trial against Kris Jenner and her daughters Kim, Chloe, and Kylie, which starts in 13 days. I guess now will be like in over to 11 days. 
when I got um when they got my number one hit show killed back in January 2017 that not only hurt me financially and emotionally that also hurt my beautiful kids I'm taking them to court to stand up for my legal rights and to be the example to my kids that what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong and what they did was wrong I am so thankful that a jury will finally listen to what really happened behind closed doors, the lies that were told, and the damage that was done. At the end of the trial, I'm going to be able to probably tell King and Dream that I did everything I could to, to right the wrong that was done to me, and that in life, it is my hope that they will be able to stand up for themselves when it matters, too. Peace and love to all, Angela. She's dramatic. I can't. <laughs> it's not that deep like that was five years ago girl like you need to you're just mad because you can't do anything else like you need to find something else to do like another career exactly um but yeah no uh that is a statement and that's what she's focusing on so mm-hmm. unfortunately like i said it didn't go to her to her you know as well she wanted it to go yeah yeah for sure uh drama yeah people came with receipts Rob and Tiger came over with yeah, teams. They were like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, and then it was the Grammys on Sunday. Yes, Grammy yes, weekend. It was Grammy. It's awards. It's the awards, you know, season. So everything yes. is happening all at once. Um, this was in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, it was in person this time. More people got to join than in the past since COVID. Um, Trevor Noah was the host, and he did a good job. He was pretty funny. He did well. Uh, there was a lot of performances. Um, Silk Sonic, you know, Bruno Mars was an Andy Anderson, I think his name, right? Yeah, they, um, they won like a lot, I believe, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah, won a they, couple. Like, swept. Uh, and they started. They opened up the show. Amazing um, performance. I love Silk Sonic. I mean, their mm-hmm. songs are pretty, you know, um, high beat and all. Uh, uh, Olivia Rodrigo performed Driver's License. I mean, yes. It's so popular. I do like the song, um, but I'm starting to get like kind of tired of it. Yeah, she did win for Best New Artist, and she yes. on that and that song also won. Um, she won for Best New Artist, and then she won for Best Pop Solo Performance for Driver's License, yeah. and then she also won for Best um, Pop Vocal Album Sour. So she swept. So I'm I'm happy for. Her. I really I like her. I really actually do. She's 19 and she's like sweeping the Grammys. So I that know. was that was great. Um, BTS, everybody's favorite Korean, you know, boy band, yes. performed I "Butter." Um, <laughs> I mean, I love. There, there I, I could see why people are obsessed with them. Say, you know, I feel like, like if I was 16, I'd be obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and even people that are not 16 and older than my age also are obsessed with them. Yeah. And I can see why. They're very, like, they got this little swag. They got the little yeah. smooth on. They have really oh good God, skin yeah, care. Mm-hmm. And there's, <laughs> there's like, skincare. somebody for everybody. Like, if you like the shy boy, if you like the cool boy, like, mm-hmm. there's one for each. They, Every exactly. flavor is there. 31 flavors. <laughs> exactly. I think, how many are there? There's, like, eight of them, I think? There's too many. Um... <laughs> But listen, there's one for everyone. Yeah, My friend who I was with this weekend, she was telling me how, which because we were at a Korean you know restaurant, they were playing yes. all these Korean pop music and videos, um, and BTS's video came up, and she was telling me which one's her favorite, and he was he's like the shy. Um, what I said, girl, everybody <laughs> likes the shy one. <laughs> he's like the shy one um, who loves going to the museum. Is like more the intellectual one. He lying. <laughs> he lying. Uh, but like she's like she that's like her fave. I really yeah. don't know nothing about these these men. Um, but I was like, he looks cute. Like he had like this little swag going on with his yes. clothes and the way that he was like mm-hmm. dancing. I think he's like the rap, one of the rappers in the yeah. See, yeah, mm-hmm. in the in the band or whatever. Do but... they all sing? Like, or are some of them just like in the back? Like, hey, you know? No, like, they all sing. They all sing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. See, I love that because sometimes like. Like, I feel like so many bands that we used to like, like, in sync and stuff, like, most of them, like, only Justin sang. And then the rest right. were just kind of, like, in the back dancing. <laughs> They're, like, just lip singing, like, to the verses. Yeah, and that's it, like, exactly. 
but I think they're all sing. Um, they all dance. Uh, they nice. you know they were showing yeah. off their moves on stage. Uh, I think they're like the performance was like a heist theme, kind of like a James Bond kind of yeah. thing going on. That's cute. I like them. I I'm happy that yeah. they they reached such a like status. Like they're yeah. so people love them. Love um, them. that's great for them. Um, it's actually I just read um this morning that. So in Korea, all men have to um, be part of the military. Um, I think it's between the ages of 18 and 30-something, if I'm not mistaken. But all men, no matter if you're popular, an actor, yeah. a singer, you all they have to um, put some time in the military. They have to do 18 months, and I think BTS's time is coming up for them too. Oh my God, the girls are going to quake. <laughs> They're not gonna be happy. They're gonna be um, funerals, like fake funerals for these men. <laughs> like, so we're not gonna hear about BTS for the next, like for like eighteen months when they oh, um, have shit. to go. And I don't know if they're all all together going in at once, or it's like they're going, you know, four is going in. Four it would make four. sense if they all or, went at once, because then they yeah. can come back and do an album about how hard military was. <laughs> um, but yeah. So it looks like soon enough they were all they're all gonna go off to the military. That's crazy. Um, and serve their time as Korean citizens um, have to do. So, like you said, um, people would not be happy. Yeah, I'm telling you, the girls are going to be throwing their crystals out the window, praying <laughs> to the moons. <laughs> and I don't think that, like, they're going into war. I don't think they are. They're but you know how girls are. Places. Girls are dramatic. <laughs> and I'm one like, of the girls, so I know, okay? I can say that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure they're probably going to like basic training and maybe doing something like Yeah, it's they're gonna be like shining shoes and like making their bed. Like it's not that deep. <laughs> All right, even though they're talking about, you know, how um, you know, North and South Korea's um have been a little rocky as we are now. Yeah. Um, especially when North Korea kinda of testing their their missiles and South mm-hmm. Korea trying to make sure, sure you know they're ready for anything that comes. But um, yeah. So let's see. But if they do, people will not be ha- the girls will not be happy. No. Um, who else performed? Billie Eilish and her and her brother Phineas um, performed "Happier yes. Than Ever." Um, my favorite was her. She performed with Lenny Kravitz and oh, cool. that Travis Parker. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I love yeah, I, I, I saw that he was there with Courtney, and I was like, once again, why are they there? But now it makes sense because he performed. <laughs> he performed. Yes, he performed. I actually liked Courtney's outfit. It was like a cute jumpsuit. Yes, I like. I liked it more too. than what she wore at the grant at the Oscars. Um, mm-hmm, I agree. People are noticing the little belly bump because people yeah. in the comments were like, "She's pregnant." They're gonna announce I think she's it. Definitely pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she'll announce it maybe like in a month or two. I feel like she might be because, but she and she's but she's kind of out there. Like she must know people are talking because she's been going out wearing like you know tight stuff. So it's like, girl, <laughs> unless she's full, you know, we could, we also get full. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Too. <laughs> um, Little Nas X and Jar Carlo perform. You know, Montero. Yes. Together. Uh, I don't know for those who love their country music. Chris Chris Stapleton performed. Um, no. The song Cold. Uh, John Bautiste performed also. I liked his performance. It was really good. He also warm, won Album of the Year. Yeah, I just saw that. I was like, I don't know who that is. Who's John Bautiste? I feel I've like I might heard, know who it is. I've only heard this song and like his performance was really nice and and and, and all. Um, but I feel like now I want to listen more about him because I just discovered him just yeah. yesterday as I was watching the Grammys. Um, Carrie Underwood with her nice ass legs can we just admire her i think everybody was talking about carrie underwood. i love carrie underwood i, I love, love her, her too i don't I like country but i love i love me some carrie underwood i said the same thing as i was watching yesterday i was like country is a hit or miss for me but i could listen to a carrie underwood song i would and i'll probably listen to the album um i like her songs i like her voice um, she's always looked cute though. I did not like her outfit at the at the red carpet. When she got there, no. I think it was Dolce Cabana and they needed to take that back. It just yeah. the color and like, it was too big. It was like it a was prom dress. Too, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like she was going to like she was a princess. Like yeah. legit a like, princess. And she has a body. Like obviously I just oh, saw her God. legs. And it's like, girl, why are you wearing that old lady dress? <laughs> right. People were like, um, ma'am, can we get the leg workout? Because yeah, her no, legs she's were ripped. That's wild. She's like ripped. Yes. 
Um, I also enjoyed okay. Nas's performance. He did like a spin of all his like popular career, you know, songs. Yeah, um, cool. he did a mix of all of them, and we all know that Nas is a legendary, you know, a yeah, of course, been in you know in the rap game for long. So it was nice to see him perform. Uh, who else performed? J Balvin and Maria Becerra performed Que Mas Pues, which I hadn't heard the song prior to the Grammys. I was like, oh, J Balvin yeah. has a song. He performed that one and he performed In the Ghetto. Um, you know, Nazi, Nazi, Ghetto. But mm-hmm. I felt like he danced more than he performed. Of course. <laughs> it was yeah. more like him. Like, after he sang the song Que Mas Pues and he started doing it in the ghetto, it was more of like he kind of like, you know, did his verses, but it was him more like jumping around and, you know, his. Yeah. His I feel like because it's the Grammys, you want to give him like a show, you know? Yeah. I feel like he could have done better, though. He could have done yeah. better. But, you know. Um, who else? Justin Peep, Justin Peeper. Justin Bieber <laughs> performed his song Peaches. Oh, cute! Um, I I have to say that her Haley Bieber was my favorite outfit last night. Her look, like it was very hippie, but I loved it. And then it like I so like the, like how opposite they were because she was like very light, and then he was like wearing all black and like yes. very like um, edgy, super cute. She's so pretty, like it makes me sick. Like she can wear like a sabana. Legit, she was wearing a sabana and she looked amazing. <laughs> but she looked pretty in the sabana. This exactly, time we, exactly. we approve. We approve of the sabana on this one. Exactly, one hundred percent. Um. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I know there was other people. Oh, Lady Gaga performed, you know, a song of with with Tony Bennett. Yeah, she won for. I saw that she won as well with Tony Bennett for um, yeah a performance. Yeah. Yes, I actually liked her 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 outfit that she performed in, and also her red carpet outfit. Yes. It was I like very simple. Carpet. I was gonna say I liked it, but I was kind of waiting for her to do something a little bit more because it's Lady Gaga. But I also felt like she went more elegant because it was a Tony Bennett performance, so she right. went more with classic. Yes, but, but yeah, also, she looked beautiful. She has changed. She's not the same Lady Gaga yeah. that she came in, and I realized that yesterday when I was yeah. seeing her perform because the the song that she sang was beautiful. Like her vocals were mm-hmm. great. Um, I think the the outfit it was like a black dress with like a white um like tail yeah tail mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, on the side, it was from Armani, but and yesterday and uh, seeing her perform, she really has changed since she came. Yeah, I I feel here. like she's talked about it so much about how when she first came to the industry, she kind of felt like she had to make that impact, which she did. Like well, obviously, you're uh, you know, we all know <laughs> it was like the mating call, right. but like you know. But I think now she's like a legend. Like we all know she can sing, she can dance, she can fucking act. She's won Emmys. She's like won so many awards. And now she's like, bitch, I've made it. Like I am here. So I feel like she, she, and she also has that personality where she can evolve in so many ways. Like she can be classy. She can be edgy. She can be, she can wear meat and go to the, to the fucking MTV movie awards. Like, or music awards. Like she has that diversity within herself. It's, It's amazing. Like I love Lady Gaga. Yeah, no, she she definitely is versatile, um, and she has definitely changed. Um, I think ever since she did A Star Is Born, which to tell you the truth, I've never watched the movie. Oh my god, girl, yeah, uh, that I, movie! Oh, uh, <laughs> it is. It, it will mess you up, but it's such a good movie, and she's so good in it. I do recommend it. Um, yeah, I have. I know a lot of people recommend to me, and I think when I say that I haven't watched it, people's like, "Wait, what?" Because like, it's so like, good. Everyone's yeah. watched it. <laughs> you should try to watch it this weekend. I should. Um, but I think ever since then she started kind of, kind of you know dibbling with Tony Bennett and other types of music yeah. and you could definitely see mm-hmm. how she's evolved um, and yeah there was also like a little homage I guess you could say um, yeah. at the, at the, um, the awards like a memorial and, right for like celebrities yeah they did yeah. do a memorial for, any, for everyone who's passed um, it was who sang? It was Rachel Zegler from West Side Stories. It was Cynthia. I think Ben Ir- Pratt, right? Yeah, Ben Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia Irvino, Ir- Ir- I think is how you say, and Leslie yeah. Odom Jr. They all performed this melody. It was really nice. I actually, it actually almost choked me up. Like I was like, oh, oh yeah. Really hit me. I like when they make sweet moments like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they showed everyone who has passed away in the music industry. I was really surprised that they actually put Johnny Johnny Ventura who was the salsero who passed away um and Vicente Fernandez who was the Mexican um singer as well they came up on the on the screen I was like okay 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like they have to recognize them. They're like such yeah. legendary people, you know, and, exactly. and I'm sure they've won. Exactly. I'm sure they've won like Latin Grammys oh, and stuff like that. I'm yeah, sure. exactly. exactly. So. But I was just surprised. I guess I didn't expect them to be mm-hmm. being put up there. Um, even though I felt like in the past I have seen people put up you know, yeah. Spanish artists, but it was, you know, nice to be recognized since they were two biggest artists in the Latin community. Um, what else happened? Oh, no. Um, there was a little moment where um Dua Lipa and Meg the Styling came out in the same dress by um Versace on purpose and, yeah it was a purpose okay was, I was like they were trying to do the remake the remake between Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston oh back okay in, I forgot when they did it um where they also came out in the same dress and then they were like picking okay. pieces out to see you know to show how versatile the dress oh, okay. can be mm-hmm. and that's what happened Donatella came on um, the stage and she like took a piece from Dua Lipa's and then she took a piece from Megan Stally and they had like different like same dress kind of but different styles um, which oh, that's they cool. did in a couple of years way years back um, yeah. Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston but yeah that was pretty much the Grammys it was pretty chill my favorite was I said Lady Gaga with Armani Dua Lipa with Versace um, and I don't know if anybody knows her but Snow Allegra Allegra. Snow I don't Allegra. think I know her, no. Um, I think she's up and coming. Um, a lot of yeah. people know. She actually just had a performance, uh, a, a concert over in D.C. Uh, and I and Gianni, my sisters, oh, they went cool. over to see her. Um, and yeah, I, I like some of her music. I think she's still up and coming and trying to get out there. But she had like this really cute, like silver, like strapless, like kind of old glam Hollywood going yeah. on. And it was like all down to the floor. It was really nice to the body. She looked beautiful in it. Um, so those were my best dressed. Yeah, I loved Haley and Doja Cat. Doja Cat had oh, me yes. quaking. Like Doja everything. And she had two looks. Yeah, she had like an after party look and then like yeah. a when she got there both of them were beautiful those are my favorites um there wasn't many that was like really catching my eye same i felt like it was really boring this year that's why i was was expecting like more like i feel like the like doja cat was very fun um i thought Haley beaver was like it was elegant but like also like a little different because a lot of people like like i i saw what was her name chrissy teigen like she wears like the same stuff like always like a big over-the-top dress and i'm like girl when you gonna change it up right, <laughs> like, she also wore like this big prom dress kind of pink outfit. yeah i feel like a lot of people like either stick yeah. to what they always do so it's like not that exciting but yeah what are you gonna do um hayley bieber was in saint laurent yes yeah she wore the i think she wore saint laurent to the oscars too i guess she has like a thing with them like oh. some sort of collab or something good to know um and who was the other one that you said Doja Cat. Doja Cat. How was she wearing? I have no idea. I it, I feel like she's one of those people that wears like different designers. Like she, just, I don't feel like she yeah. ever sticks to like one designer. Which is nice. Um, she definitely, yeah, I loved her red carpet one, and I also loved her um when she was at the bathroom when she won her Grammy with SZA. Um, yeah. They had won. What was it that she they won? They won um like Kiss Me More or the, something. The best pop duo. Yeah, performances and right when they announced her, she was like literally going to the bathroom and she was like oh in the bathroom <laughs> and she came out running. <laughs> and Susan was like, I really th- didn't think you were gonna make it. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> yeah. But in terms of other winners, um, best record we said, Leave the Door Open, by yeah. Sonic, best rap um, album was Call Me If You Got If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Um, best song again was Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Sorry, it was not Andy Pack, but Anderson Pack is his name. Um, reggae album was Beauty in the Silence by Soja. I think that's how you say your name. Um, who else? Uh, Latin pop album was M- Mendo by Alex Cuba. Don't know who he is, but happy for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, best rap song was Jail by Jay-Z, Kanye, and Merlin Manson. Wait, Jay-Z was in this rap song? I have no idea. What? I didn't even know that. Oh. You know, the whole Merlin Manson thing. Um, who else? Rap performance, Family Ties by Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem Wan. Um... 
already say, you know, pop solo performance was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, I think that's most of the winners. Yeah. Um, Others is, I don't know. Yeah. Just looking here through the list and I don't know half of these. Yeah, the ones that won. If the important ones. Yeah, country album was starting over by Chris Chris Stapleton. If we have any, you know, country fans out there. Um, Yeah. Oh, R and B performance um, was Jasmine Sullivan for "Pick Up Your Feelings." I was really happy for Jasmine Sullivan because she um, deserved her first Grammys. She's been working hard, but actually, it was a tie. Did you hear about that? It no. wasn't only one winner for this R&B performance. It was two winners. Of course. It was Jasmine Sullivan and Silk Sonic. They both were tied. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I don't think I've ever heard of somebody winning ties, right? Yeah, not not really, no. Yeah. Um, Jasmine Sullivan also won R&B album for Hex T- Tales. Yeah, and I think that's about it. Um, yeah. All righty, shall we start talking about Bridgerton? Yes, let's get into it. So tell me what, what were your So thoughts? season two, Bridgerton. So this one was giving me like a lot of Pride and Prejudice vibes because mm-hmm. the whole Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Darcy and was Elizabeth, right? Lizzie, yeah. they, everyone calls her Lizzie. Yeah. They like hate each other, but they obviously love each other. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I was like, we all know you guys are going to end up together because it was just like a back and forth. But I, I thought it was good. I, I, everyone's comparing it to the first season. I don't think that's fair because it's so different, like the storyline, the characters. So to me, yeah. I just like them individually as their own. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed both. Like I, I feel like I, I maybe I like this one a little bit more just because I don't really remember the first season. I didn't realize it came out in 2020. I was like, damn, it's been two years. Yeah. So and I didn't feel like rewatching it, but I feel like I like this one a little more just because, like I said, I remember it more. But I also feel like more happened this season, just because like there was it wasn't just their storyline; it was everyone else's also as well going on. Yeah, um, I also remember little bits and pieces of like season one Bridgerton, and obviously yeah. each season is gonna be different because it focuses on a different Bridgerton exactly um, sibling. Obviously, mm-hmm. the first one was Daphne with the Duke, and then this one was the Viscount Anthony. Yes, with um, what was her name? Oh, Edwina, God. <laughs> Edwina and yes, Edwina. What what is Daphne the oldest or is this guy the oldest? How does it work? Like, because so Daphne got married oldest. first. Daphne's so the oldest. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Daphne. Oh, An- Anthony. Anthony is. Okay. Um, Daphne is the oldest in the girls. In the girls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she was the first to go into the society, so that's why it really focused on her. Right. Okay. Because I was wondering that. I'm like, why did she get married first? But now it makes sense. Yeah, she's the oldest from um, her, 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 in terms of the girls, because there's yes. three of them mm-hmm. total. And then Anthony is the oldest overall from all of them. Yes. Um, and we get to learn more about, like, the Bridgerton family in this season. I felt I also felt that a lot more happened in this season than the last season, because the last season, it was just focused on Daphne and the Duke. Yes. And I also felt it was more steamier. There was a lot of sex scenes. Compared to yeah, there was one. a lot. It was spicy last season. This season it wasn't, but I didn't mind it too much. Like, I don't know people were like, where's all the spice? I, I like when they finally did get intimate. I thought it was a very sweet moment. So I was like, yeah. I kind of liked that it was more sweet. And like, also like the whole back and forth was a lot of like the, the tension. Like that mm-hmm. to me was like sexy as well too. Cause I'm like, they're coming each other's necks. Yeah. Though at one point I was like, ja, can y'all get together? Yeah, because I know. Now y'all pushing it a little bit. When they were in the mud, I was like, just make out already. Like <laughs> it's enough. Um, But it also felt like I wanted to record it. I wanted to record it. It was like, you know. I know. During that time, we recorded, even though, you know, it was also a lot of. And like, I want to go to balls and like have to dress up. Yeah, and all, okay, so can we talk about these baby doll dresses? <laughs> Yo, they're, it's crazy because like they were so like, um like obviously they're, they're obviously not as like, they're not wearing shorts, but they're, all their boobs are always out. And I'm like, yeah. isn't that kind of like crazy? Because <laughs> like, I feel like they would not do that back yeah. then. But like, it was all baby baby doll styled dresses yes and i never mm-hmm. know i never knew how many ways you could style a baby doll dress. it's um, funny for how style. a show how it's like these are clothes we would never wear but yet i look i look at some of the outfits i'm like i actually would wear that bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no. Um, I did. I did also like that. You know, the diversity. Also, obviously, we know yes. the books mm-hmm. is you know, white. Um, oh, were the books white? I thought the books were diverse too. Were they? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't really know much about it. I just figured, mm-hmm. but I guess now I guess Shonda just took that as like reference and influence, and then she made yes. it her own. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's what it is because I know that the characters in that book are not diverse. I was, okay, I wasn't sure. I don't think. Let me, I need to research now because <laughs> Amy about to be hella wrong, <laughs> right? I'm about to be like, um, Amy, you're wrong. Hello. Um, I felt because when was these books made? 2000, 2022, 2021, 2023. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think these were in. I think Shonda Rhimes came. Yeah, I think, you, no, I think you're right. It makes sense. It makes sense. She, she made them diverse. Um, yes. I always say love the diversity in it. I loved that, you know, this time the two um, love and trust um, for the Viscount for Anthony um, yes. was um indian women um and they were beautiful like i literally went onto their instagram and i was like these two women are beautiful yes i know they are um um, and you know it was nice to see a little bit of you know indian tradition that they put um, i was gonna say they had her making chai tea and then um well chai i always say chai tea but i know it's just chai and then they also did like the wedding ceremony which i love having seen them in that moment like it was very intimate with like all three of them Mm-hmm. Um, it was, and then the bangles. It was just very sweet. Like I liked that they incorporated things that would originally be in a normal Indian wedding. Yeah, absolutely. The whole turmeric um, is usually, you know, majority all women um, of the family come together and they put turmeric. Um, it's like turmeric mixed with milk, and you put it mm-hmm. on the, the 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 face. Even the men, they also do it on the men. Um, and it's kind of like blessings for them for their marriage and like a clean slate kind of thing um, and having like a clean skin and all because you know that turmeric and milk does wonders to your face. Have you ever done it? Yes. No, but that sounds like a nice mixture. Like that actually sounds like nice. It really does help. Like soft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done it a couple of times, but it's a very like Hindu tradition. Um, and it was nice to see it there, even though it's, you know, it's during that time and century. Mm-hmm. Yeah um but yeah no i did enjoy the diversity and how it highlighted you know these two beautiful indian women um and that was the love interest uh what else what else of the show yeah i like that they also gave us background on like why anthony is the way he is because mm-hmm. we never understood like why is he such a, a brat right. <laughs> and then finally they kind of explained that the reason he is like so protective of his family as well as him his like especially his dad's like reputation is because he actually witnessed his dad dying right. i guess his dad was allergic to bees and he got bit by one or stung yeah. but back then they didn't understand that so he just felt something and then he fell over and then as we know it was a, a sting but yeah, it, was just, it just made more sense to get to know him because the whole time he plays very tough and he has this exterior and like this wall. Mm-hmm. So it was under, it was nice to like actually understand him. Yeah, because he became the head of the household or the man of the yes. household. Um, mm-hmm. Very, a, and he was still very young. Yeah, and like even his like he became the man of the house even though his mom was still alive and well. She, like they yes. there was a part where she's giving birth to her last child, um, mm-hmm. and the doctor was like you have to choose between your mother's life or the child's life imagine and they were like don't she like the mom was like don't talk to him like talk to me i'm the one that yeah but it it normally would go to the man of the house or technically would be her husband but since um but she was like trying to put her foot down he was like no like whatever she says just go with it because yeah because yeah because he didn't want to deal with that either yeah um, and then we get to know more about Eloise. I actually like Eloise. I love Eloise. She's she's Lady Bridget. What's the lady? No, no not that's Penny. What? That's Pe- okay. Eloise is the other sister. Yes. 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 She's like the best friends with Penelope. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Eloise, even though she's like you know she has a little fire like. she's like she's like she was born like in the wrong period because obviously she would thrive right now but she's born in a time where women literally couldn't leave the house without a suitor (laughs) so she hates it um and she goes against all like deprived the traditions yes um and penelope we got more you know in terms of penelope and being um 
Wesselton? Wesselton? Yes. She was stressing me out this season because yeah. she was doing all this shit on the low. And I was like, girl, you're going to get caught. But it's also crazy because she was almost pl- hiding in plain sight. which yeah. And that's why she wasn't getting caught. But towards the end, I was like, girl, you're really getting close. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to figure out what you want to do. It was a good it was a good um season. I yes. think there was more drama. I was gonna watch season one again, but I was like, nah. Uh, yeah, same. I couldn't do it. But one thing that it did spark me, and I never was really interested in reading the books, but now I wanna read the books. Like I I might I might get into the books. Mm-hmm. I might read them just for the shits and giggles and see how it is. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying the show so far. The shows. I think now next season is Colin's story? Yes. Colin yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm I people there's they're signed for four seasons so far, but and apparently there's what eight of them? I don't mm-hmm. remember how many Bridgertons. I and so. I feel like they could go to eight if they can yeah. continue this way because people love it. Yeah. Um yeah, Colin was the the brother that, um, that left yeah. on season one to go travel mm-hmm. after the whole um you know, falling in love with the with the someone who's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penelope, I really felt bad for Penelope when he was talking. I know she caught him. Oh, yeah, that's a little awkward. But I feel like he does like her. Like I can't tell. Does he like her? I think I he does. I think it's just like too. like because of society, he feels like he shouldn't like her. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um. Also, the the cousin coming for that other family from Penelope's family. Yeah, her mother girl. is like. Penelope? like her mother is like vicious mm-hmm. but i'm happy in the end where she got rid of him she was like um you're going back to america and you're gonna leave us all the money and he's right. like okay we had enough to get back to america that is all we're giving you yeah mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no she is vicious to get back into society and make sure she looks good in society yeah um it was interesting to see though how the bridgertons were even though they're like this elite like famous family and very well-known family and how they were like kind of shunned during the time yes with eloise yeah. yeah i didn't realize how rich they were until i saw the house and i was like oh they're like the really rich rich ones like mm-hmm. i i guess i didn't realize that yeah um but i was like damn yeah, yeah. but i'm excited for season three and yeah no it's definitely a good season out. definitely recommend yeah but yeah pretty much it yep for the week um you, you guys know what to do follow us subscribe leave us reviews send us messages that good cheese man on instagram that good cheese man tiktok and that good cheese man gmail so let us know what you want us to talk about and we'll talk to you guys next week yes. have a good one bye, bye.